Hey, this is Mike from 424 Recording reminding you to help keep this podcast mattress ad-free by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash 424recording. Now you can watch full video episodes of the podcast only on Patreon. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hello, and welcome to Analog Thoughts in a Digital World, a new podcast from 424 Recording about creativity and the pursuit of the artistic life. My co-host this season is Jason from Painted Blonde Tapes, and we have a new format where every other week we present each other with a question about anything related to creativity and discuss our answers. We're also making recommendations at the end of each episode about anything we're listening to, reading, watching, etc. I feel like the podcast kind of picks up where I left off with the solo podcast last year, but now there's a new title and a new co-host. The podcast will be a 16-episode season released every other week wherever you listen to podcasts, so make sure you subscribe Thursdays at 8 a.m. starting from September 12, 2019 to April 9, 2020. If you want to see full video episodes of the podcast, become a patron at patreon.com slash 424recording. How does nostalgia inform the creative process? For me, it's... I mean, it's kind of huge. Um, I run a tape label of all things, so and I think that's like <laughs> I didn't I even mean, consider that. Like, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like I mean, that's that's one thing. I mean, um, that plays into it. Um, like you know, I do a lot of artwork that involves um, just sort of looking through a lot of old vintage and images and magazines and. Uh, drawing from those and, for you. yeah drawing from those and uh, collaging from those and so I just feel like it's sort of like ingrained <laughs> into like I mean I don't even know that I'm like nostalgic for um, the 60s 70s and 80s maybe I am but um, but yeah I just I don't know I'm just like drawn to it I don't know why <laughs> like I mean even in lyrics I'm always like referencing you know like old technologies like the telephone and photographs and and even TV screens. I know we still have TV screens, but I'm not, you know, laying down lyrics about um, HD TVs or anything. <laughs> My but, 4K TV. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't worked that in yet, but um, it's coming. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, how do you feel about it? How how does it inform you? I don't know if that's well, if. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, you're what you how you answered really um, was not what I was expecting at all, which is really interesting. Um, but I, I had a thought about what you're saying too. I think there's always this, I don't know, it seems like a younger generation always kind of has nostalgia for some things of an older generation. You know, I, I, I don't know, it's like rem- reminiscent of a better time. I think it's hilarious right now where I watch like younger kids or people on YouTube and they have like an N64 running in the background on like a game screen and, you know, they have like certain type of lights and they dress a certain way that reminds me of like grunge era clothing yeah. or something. And it's interesting because those people didn't live through that era, but they look back at that or have seen pictures of it. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I, th- I feel like nostalgia is always present in, in culture. Um, yeah, it absolutely. I mean, I remember whenever I was in high school and, you know, looking back to the sixties and wanting, you know, totally wearing sort of bell bottom bottomish yeah, pants, yeah, me too. you know, and like, like the whole seventies. Finding yeah, a lot of uh, polyester at thrift stores <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. So so there was like yeah. a golden age of thrift stores back then. Oh was, man, yeah. It was just like go there with forty dollars and come out with like just trash bags. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you used to be able to find really good stuff too. Now I feel like a lot of it's, 
I mean, you still can, but I feel like a lot of it is now at, as now at like specialty thrift stores, you know, where they're charged twenty bucks a shirt <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, you know, I was thinking about this in terms of, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a band that comes to mind. Maybe something like the Decemberists, or I don't know, maybe like Neutral Milk Hotel. I feel like there's like a wistful nature to that type of music, where it seems like a big part of it is almost just more more so about nostalgia or it makes you feel nostalgic for something that you didn't experience or so I guess I was thinking about it in terms of that like how, like when people write stuff or if you when you work on stuff creatively is it is there something just about nostalgia in general that drives the creative process like I don't know I think part partially maybe but that's interesting. Yeah, I totally went a different way with it. I know that's so interesting. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I went like so, like literal to like how like it sort of informs me. Like, um, yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, but, that's what's interesting about these questions is like we each seem to come up with a kind of a different answer than what the other one was <laughs> expecting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, what do you think about that that idea of like nostalgia? Does that because like. Yeah, do, I mean, do you find that? Do you think there's like any truth to that? Do you think there's? Oh yeah. Ever, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't given it much thought, so now I'm like, like. Well, like uh, the lyrics thing is like a really good example too. It's because I feel like what's nostalgic for you and me is different than people of different age groups, and I mean, you're a little bit older than me too. But I remember, you know, one thing that fascinates me is like you know pre-internet or like dial-up internet days or you know, that whole aspect of my life, it was, it seems so much different. The world seems so much more big and exploded or something or more mysterious. And now today it's like that mystery to the world is gone. I feel like you used to go on adventures and you never really knew the answers to certain questions. And you had to, you used to have to go to like the library or call <laughs> somebody you knew yeah. <laughs> who knew a lot. Yeah. You know, now it's just like, Hey Google, what, uh, how many birds are there? I don't know. So it's just like, it's <laughs> very weird, man. But I don't know. I guess so for me, maybe that's, maybe I should explore that more in my own stuff. I don't know. Just like that, that era of um, like growing up. I, I feel like for me, there's always like an element of that to it. But at the same time, like nostalgia, I think is almost like a buzzword today. And it can become yeah. kind of like too much. Just you're doing too much, bro. You know? Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, that's a good point that I also hadn't really thought about, but, um, cause it's like, it's like one thing I think nostalgia is kind of always present, but then if, if you're like actively trying to make it your shtick, I think that's where it becomes like, hit the brakes, bro. Hit the brakes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm really enjoying like this period of like, uh, of kind of nineties nostalgia just because like, that's whenever <laughs> <laughs> like that was like, you know, whenever you I, yeah, that's when I was growing up. So it's like all this, all this stuff that's coming back. Um, yeah, it's been really, it's, has been really fun. And I think like, um, you know, people that were probably like around my age that are like um, creating things and that are, you know, like in higher up positions at like companies, like, I don't know, I'm going to throw out like Disney because I'm a dad and like I watch a lot of Pixar movies, but I mean, geez, they like reference and like the Lego movies, like, you know, like reference, like so many toys from whenever I grew up, you know, like, um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, that's completely like off a different path, but, but mm. yeah, I don't know. I can, I can dig on some nostalgia. For sure. For sure. 
All right, Jason. So what do you what do you got this week for for questions or ideas? So I mean, I just like um, as a creative individual, you know, we all sometimes get stuck, and so I thought I would pose the question of like, what do you do to get unstuck? Like, if you're in, if you're feeling in a rut, um, do you have any? I don't know any like go to tricks or or anything that that we can uh, I don't know talk about or throw out there to yeah. to listeners. Well, it's kind of perfect timing because I feel like I've been in sort of a creative rut since I finished Not So Alamo, the tape that you put out. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, there's a second pressing available now on Bandcamp. Go get that's it. That's right. Um, I feel like, yeah, I've just been, uh, well, one thing that worked for me recently was, I mean, last episode we were talking about um, parquet courts and the show that I went to. Yeah. That really helped me, like, re-inspire me. I don't know what it was about that. Uh just to see people doing their thing and, and these really genuine, you know, band, like just doing their thing. Like I, I left there, like I almost couldn't fall asleep that night. I was so energized and, and like w- wanting to work on stuff. So maybe going to see other art, going to find some other art that inspires you. Um, and then I guess the other thing for me is I kind of just always work through them. Uh, I always think it's like, even if you have, you think you have writer's block, like sometimes it's just that, you have too high of an expectation yeah. for what you're working on. And I feel like as long as if you just keep work through it and I don't know, like almost write about being blocked. Like I feel like it, it could be silly or stupid or you might not like it and it never has to see the light of day. But, um, I, I think there, I think, cause I think like most of the time, I think, I think like maybe 10 or 15% of the time is, is, is the only amount of time where I'm like really on and like really killing it. And then the <laughs> other like 85 <laughs> is like, you know, like really trying to, uh, what is it? Like make a block, drop of blood come out of a piece of paper. Like that's the the, yeah. the writer's saying of that. Um, so it's like, I kind of feel like the times when you're like feeling blocked or like trying to get through the rut is kind of the time when you can really experiment. And um, the more you, like the more you work through those periods and, and figure out what works, like then you can take that, to those 15% of the time where you're really crushing it and it really informs that and helps that. So I guess my, I don't know if they're great suggestions. I I think those are great. I think getting out, like keep moving. Yeah. Get out and go see some stuff. Go, go listen to some other music. Like never leave the house. And yeah. To me either. (laughs) And it's like, like, I almost didn't want to go just because I'm such a curmudgeon and uh, shut in lately. And it's like, it was like, it was such a fun night and such a fun thing to do. And I'm really glad that Greg bought the tickets and got us to get out. It was, it was really fun. And shout just out to see to a totally different shout out to Greg, man. <laughs> uh, it was just, it was really cool. So that's like a new one for me. Um, and maybe an, another one could be, cause like lately too, I've just been feeling, I've been trying to walk away from it more and take more breaks. Um, and I noticed like, I don't know, just, just how I always say like, you know, the first, 20% of a time period when I sit down usually generates 80% of the results. So I'm trying to pay attention more to when something feels like a fully formed idea and then I'm just recording it and then just walking away. So gotcha. taking yeah. more breaks I think is helpful because I think part of it is just too much of a focus on you and fo- you know, I think focusing on the world outside of your creativity is a great place to get re-inspired. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I would like say like collaborating has been like oh, a huge, yeah. like, that's a really, yeah. I mean, like that's been like, cause 
I mean, I've worked with other people in the past, but like um, this whole like putting other people's tapes out and like um, it's just kind of kept me going um, mm -hmm. even through like recording an album and stuff on my own. Like, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's been a really good way to, yeah, just keep going and not, <laughs> and kind of not stop, but yeah, like um, keep the energy level up. And yeah, I think that that's really smart too. Cause I, I think something we, we both didn't really mention is like, I feel like we both work alone a lot of the time. Yeah. And I mean, cause like the thing with working with other people is like other people can help to inspire you and, and carry the load, you know, and, and support some of the weight of whatever's happening. So, you know, that's yeah. a really good, that's a really good call collaboration. And I mean like, well, like working with you and like, you know, like doing a drawing here and a drawing there has been yeah. I mean, like, I mean doing like those different, um, just little projects. For yeah. The videos. Yeah. yeah that's like, been really fun. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, but like it definitely, um, yeah, it just gets you excited to keep doing other stuff. But that's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Looking for a way to support Analog Thoughts? Check out Jason's cassette label Painted Blonde Tapes at PaintedBlonde.com and snag a copy of one of his releases. All right, let's close out with our recommendations. Jason, what do you got this week? Well, I think we both have one killer, oh, that's true. killer yes. album that's coming out um, that we're, yes. we're going to recommend together, right? We are. That's true. This is a landmark episode of the recommendations of the 424 podcast. And it's it's available for pre-order now um, on Bandcamp. And um, I don't want to butcher Gil's name. So we're yeah, gonna, we're going to leave a link in the description. But um, let's let's give a description of who of who Gil is. Well, um, you might know him a little bit better than I do. But I mean, he I, I've talked with him a lot. Um, via chatting on Instagram and stuff over the last uh, yeah, six months or so, I think, it feels like. Um, and he just, um, he seems like a, a genuinely great guy. And uh, yeah, he's just yeah. kind of come out of nowhere for me. Um, and he's Great songwriter, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I've been showing a lot of people his stuff, too. Yeah, and like, uh, and he just like dropped this song, like, what was it, like last week or something? And I was like like my mind was just blown i was like what is this and i was you know messaging him and saying like man this needs to be in a movie and like yeah the thing very that came cinematic to, yeah the thing that came to mind was like wes anderson uh Hell yeah. for me like i just like just like got that you know like in my head but um yeah and so gil's from france and he his new album's called loin we know the title of it and i, um, I looked it up and it uh, the translation is far. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So very interesting. So maybe yeah. it's not loin. It's like low in or something. It might be. I don't know. But yeah. So Gil's new tape. Don't sleep on that. Yeah. And it's, it's available now via. Uh, you know, we'll link. We'll we'll set up a link in the show description. You definitely do yourself a favor and check out some of Gil's stuff. And uh, I just met him through the, the channel, man. Uh, and he's been hitting me up about um, you know the series that we made about the. Um, make your own DIY cassette tapes at home. He's been yeah. following and using that to make these tapes. So oh, cool. it's all kind of, uh, it's all happening. It's all informing each other. <laughs> it's and a big circle. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Gil's a, part, a member of the Task fam. He's been, I think, on the channel since almost the beginning. Cause oh, really? He's, he's been showing up and commenting. He seems like he has a, uh, an incredible sense of humor. And uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I, I like I can't wait for the like the full tape, you know, because it's only the one track right now. So, what movie do you think this? Uh, what movie do you think this? Oh, this, I would. These songs oh from? man, it's so hard to choose. Um, so I was gonna say Royal Tannenbaum's just because it's my favorite of the West Anderson's, nice. and I feel, yeah, I feel like uh, it could it could totally go in there. Absolutely. I, I hope that's I hope that's somebody listening to this who makes. Uh, movies in the same vein, or just needs yeah. something for their. If you're like, like ripping off Wes Anderson, then this is the guy for this you. This is the guy. This is the guy for you. <laughs> How about you? That's, I think my favorite movie by Wes Anderson has got to be Bottle Rocket, the first one. Oh man, yeah. So like, I, I mean, Rushmore was the first one I ever saw, and that one I think was my favorite. Those first three are just amazing. Yeah, I mean, Rushmore really changed my life. Like, I saw that in a certain period of my like growing up where I was like oh man I didn't realize there could be like art or movies out there like this you know yeah <laughs> it was like kind of the first introduction into I mean I don't want to say like underground I don't think Wes obviously not considered underground anymore but I feel um, like at the time he was like it's like alternative voices maybe yeah. I think is a good uh than like traditional what's out there you know and it was just like such dry humor I like fucking loved it uh, and just the characters and Jason Schwartzman, Bill Murray, and yeah. um, you know, it's just just a great movie. So I would say either Bottle Rocket or Rushmore for sure. All right, put this song in any of the first three Wes Anderson movies. If you like analog thoughts in a digital world, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. It's wonderful to hear what you're thinking and also a great way for new listeners to find us. You can also send us feedback about analog thoughts at 424recording at gmail.com. Connect with us on Instagram at 424recording and at Painted Blonde Tapes. Please join us next week. I'm Mike from 424recording. Thank you for listening and make sure you do something you want to do today, all right?